At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hi, this is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. And this week we're going to be talking about aloe vera juice. Carrie asks, is it true that aloe vera juice helps you with your intestinal health? And if so, what should I look for in a quality juice? The juice of the aloe vera plant has been used throughout the ages, in particular as a skin soother. The viscous gel that oozes out of the leaves of this succulent plant can moisturize your skin and cool minor burns or irritation. And, by the way, natural aloe gel is colorless. Those bottles of bright green aloe vera gel that you sometimes see owe their technicolor hue to artificial colorants. Studies confirm that aloe vera juice has antiseptic, anti-inflammatory, and analgesic properties when it's applied topically to your skin. So applying it to a burn or a sunburn can alleviate pain and help the skin heal more quickly. Some people even keep an aloe plant handy in the kitchen, a sort of living first aid kit. But many people also advocate drinking the juice of the aloe vera plant, saying that it can relieve heartburn, alleviate IBS, lower your blood sugar, and a broad range of other claims. Well, let's get the silly stuff out of the way first. Drinking aloe vera juice will not alkalize your blood, and good thing too, because you wouldn't live long if it did. It also won't clear up your acne or aid in detoxification. In fact, there are concerns that long-term use of aloe vera could actually harm your liver, not support it. Aloe vera juice also will not hydrate you any faster than regular water. And although aloe vera does contain a few vitamins and antioxidants, it's not a nutritional powerhouse. You can get those nutrients in greater quantities from much better-tasting foods. Now, some of the claims for aloe vera juice actually have some research behind them. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Now let's take a closer look at some of the research on aloe vera juice. One study did find aloe to be somewhat effective in reducing the symptoms of reflux or heartburn. And another study suggested that it could reduce symptoms in people with ulcerative colitis. Unfortunately, it didn't seem to be as useful for people with IBS. Some aloe juice products, especially whole leaf preparations, contain a substance called aloe latex. And that's the juice that comes from just under the skin of the plant. 
Unlike the clear gel that's in the center of the leaves, aloe latex is yellow in color. Aloe latex has a rather potent laxative effect. In fact, it used to be marketed as an over-the-counter laxative. But in 2002, the FDA ruled that aloe latex could no longer be sold as an OTC laxative because its long-term safety was not established. This didn't prevent aloe vera juice from being sold as a food or a nutritional supplement, though. And if an aloe juice product contains some of this aloe latex, it might relieve constipation. On the other hand, it can also cause cramping and diarrhea. Unfiltered aloe juice also contains a compound called aloin, which can be highly irritating to the digestive tract. What's worse, toxicology studies have identified aloin as a potential carcinogen. Now, many, but not all, aloe vera juice products are filtered to remove aloin. And if you do choose to consume aloe juice, make sure it is aloin-free. There is some preliminary research to suggest that drinking aloe juice can, in fact, lower cholesterol or blood sugar levels in people with type 2 diabetes. But again, the long-term safety has not been assessed. So what are the risks? Well, aloe vera juice may have dangerous interactions with other medications, including blood pressure drugs, laxatives, or diabetes medications. And you should not consume aloe juice if you have diabetes, heart disease, kidney disease, or intestinal problems, at least not without running it past your doctor first. It's also really important to avoid products containing aloe latex prior to having a colonoscopy, as chronic use can discolor the inside of your colon, and that can make it difficult for your doctor to see what's going on in there. Ironically, some holistic health gurus actually recommend aloe vera juice or aloe-based laxatives as a way to prepare for a colonoscopy. Personally, if I have to go through the discomfort of a colonoscopy, I want my colonoscopist to have a good view. So here's the bottom line on drinking aloe vera juice. Aloe vera is safe and effective when used as a topical skin product. But when it comes to drinking the juice, many of the alleged benefits are not supported by evidence. And meanwhile, there are these unresolved concerns, especially about long-term use. Fortunately, there are other more effective and less risky ways to alleviate heartburn or constipation or to lower your blood sugar. I've talked about all of these in previous episodes, and you'll find links to those shows as well as to the research that I reviewed today in the transcript for today's show, which is on our website at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com, along with the complete archive of all 494 episodes of the Nutrition Diva podcast. If you're a new listener, I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast and also stop by the Nutrition Facebook page to say hi. And now have a great week and remember to eat something good for me.